sin doesn't cause us to lose our relationship with God, but it does hinder our fellowship with God. And so when we confess our sins to him, he graciously forgives us and restores that fellowship. Jesus also says that we have to forgive other people who have sinned against us. Uh, and you can read that in the, in the verses following in verse 14 uh, and verse 15. I don't have those verses on the screen, but in verse 14 and 15 it says, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And so we have to ask God to forgive us in the same way that we forgive those who wrong us. And when we hold on to bitterness and we hold on to unforgiveness in our hearts towards those who have wronged us, we put ourselves in a dangerous position with God. Because unforgiveness is a sign of pride. Unforgiveness is a sign of ingratitude. If we want forgiveness for ourselves, we have to forgive others whether they ask for that forgiveness or not. And that's exactly what Jesus did on the cross, isn't it? When Jesus was hanging there on the cross, what did he look down from the cross and say? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They didn't even know it to ask it. But Jesus from the cross says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Now, that doesn't mean that we condone what someone did to us, nor does it mean that we have to trust them in the future. But we do have to forgive them if we want to be forgiven by God. And so as, as you reflect on the daily needs that God has given you, be reminded also of the great grace and the forgiveness that he has blessed you with. And then one final thing I want to talk about tonight, just very briefly is verse 13, the protection of prayer. Notice verse 13. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus gives his disciples here some preventative aspect of prayer here. We're to pray and do not lead us into temptation. God doesn't tempt anybody to sin, nor does he predestine anybody to sin. God doesn't predestine what he prohibits in scripture. God cannot be against God. James assures us of this when he writes this in James 1 13. Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. God is absolutely pure. He is holy. He is sinless. And, and, and in him, there is no sin whatsoever. Our sin comes from our sinful nature. And left to ourselves, we will head down that path, following every temptation that's placed before us. That's why we must pray, Lord, lead us not into temptation. Because our sin comes from that sinful nature that we inherited from Adam, and we need to ask God to lead us away from sin into righteousness because God's desire to lead us is in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Psalm 23, verse 3. At the beginning of every day, we ought to pray about everything that's on the agenda.
everything that we know that's on the schedule and even the things, Lord, that I don't know is going to pop up today. And ask God to help you to be holy. Ask God to help you to be Christ-like in every situation because that puts us in the right frame of mind to be on guard against the temptations of Satan. So when we ask God to help us battle temptation, know this. He listens and he answers our prayers. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this prayer that was given as a model for the disciples then and for us today to use in our lives to have a powerful prayer life, a prayer life that is growing, that is uh, ever so uh, faithful to you. And Father, I just pray tonight that as we have heard from your word, maybe we've looked at our prayer life and we've re-examined it once again on a scale of 1 to 10. Maybe we came up somewhere different now after we've looked through this prayer. Maybe we're not giving ourselves as high a score as we did the first time. Father, I pray that you would just begin to help us to work on our prayers one day at a time, one moment at a time, one prayer at a time. And Lord, I pray that as you begin to develop our prayer life to become effectual and to become fervent prayers, Father, I pray that your your spirit will fill us and your power will fill us and your presence will be with us and we will have a boldness in our prayers, praying for those friends who are lost, praying for us to be faithful witnesses, praying for our daily needs, praying, Lord, that you will keep us out of temptation and, and not let us go the way of evil, praying, Lord, for your will to be done rather than our own will. And Father, I pray as we do that, may you receive all the glory and all the honor. Father, I pray tonight that if there's one who doesn't know Christ as their Lord and Savior, the first prayer they need to pray is, Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and I need Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sin, I turn away from it, and I turn to follow you, Jesus. Come into my heart, come into my life, and save me, and help me to live for you all the days of my life. I believe Jesus died on that cross. I believe he was buried in the tomb. He arose on the third day. I trust in Jesus as my Savior and Lord. So, Father, if someone's prayed something like that in their hearts and their lives, may they come tonight to publicly profess that. If they're there online, may they just share in the comments that so we can be able to follow up with them to help them in their walk with, with you. And Father, I just pray that you will bless us in our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brother Mike, come and lead us in our hymn of invitation. Would you stand as we sing? Through 17. i
newsletter, you know that's what I've been writing about for the last few months in our newsletter. I'll be writing the Novembers on what we just talked about at the end tonight on lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. That's what will be in this month's newsletter about prayer. So I encourage you to read that to get the last bit there of that prayer. But thank you so much for joining with us there online. We hope you have a blessed week. Come back and join us Wednesday night, 6 o'clock for our regular service. Awana uh, begins at 5.30, so if you have kids or know of kids, invite them. Had some kids down here this morning uh, that were inviting some other kids to come for Awana, and they said, we need more kids in Awana, <laughs> and we have a good amount already, but we do. We need more kids in Awana to hear God's word. So you invite kids to come. You come Wednesday night, 6 o'clock. We'll be in the book of Revelation, but you have a blessed week. We'll see you this Wednesday.